Is this mic turned on? Wax poetic. Hi, kids. I'm a dinosaur hunter BMX rider. All the little girls dream of one day biting into a corn dog and smiling at the camera. If I ran the web, you could email dead people. Wax poetic. And I don't give a moment's focus to who does or doesn't like the sound of my voice. In the terrarium is herpes. Herpes is a hermit crab. Just say no to family values. This is Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. So what if I write a poem like a song? Here on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM, broadcasting live from the beautiful downtown east side in Vancouver. I'm one of your hosts this afternoon, R.C. Weslowski. Also have uh, Kevin Spence almost in studio. Kevin's outside uh, waiting for our desk, uh, desk, our guest to arrive. Um, they were delayed by the train. I think the train that crosses Venable Street that uh, delays a lot of people uh, on a regular basis. So we're just waiting for them to get in here. And uh, as oh, I can see them right now, they're all uh, heading towards the door. So I'll keep chatting and uh, let them come on in. Come on in. Come on in. They're, they're outside there. Hello. Come on in. Come on in. It's just in time. I was just explaining what was going on and what we might be doing. But uh, we don't have to explain anything else and say what we might be doing otherwise because we're going to do this. So I'm going to put up the other microphonies, microphonies, as my old friend Dan Zabo used to say. I'm going to turn them on. And uh, they're just putting on their headphones. It's play-by-play. And Kevin's adjusting his volume so that he can hear the music and hear me. And we have Benny in studio here as well. Hello. Hi. So nice to have you both here. Well, Kevin was already here. And then uh, we've rescued Benny from outside. And uh, nice to have you all in studio. (laughs) Hooray. Yeah. How's it going? Good. You manage? You're okay? Yeah. I just don't know why they would even, like, put a bus route in a place where a train crosses. Is that the Venables one? Yeah. Yeah, where often I was just explaining to people, those who know, travel that route, that that train goes by uh, probably like uh, four or five times a day. And uh, I think it's CN. And they've said that, oh, yeah, we're not going to change anything. We're going to do it primarily, you know, in, in rush hour and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, we're just saying this is very noisy when you do that. My bad. No, it's not. You didn't know. You didn't know. I'm just, people are listening. They can. I'm doing it right now. It's not Benny, so it's all okay. Uh, so you didn't have a chance to... So let's, let's reintroduce ourselves. Hi, I'm R.C. Weslowski. And I'm Kevin Spence. And our guest today... Hello, I'm Benny Xiao. Nice to have you here. Nice to be here. So, Good to have you. Uh, so what we like to do is uh, start off uh, our show with a poem from our guest... So that would be you. Okay. And uh, so we'll get you either uh, something you've got memorized or something from your book or uh, what have you. Um, and just if you've got any F-bombs, just say F instead of uh, the rest. Okay. Um, yeah, and if it's anything of uh, sort of explicit sexual content, just let our listeners know. And uh, so therefore warned as it's 2 in the afternoon. 
Okay. Okay. Here we go. We're all set. Um, I'm going to read the first poem in my book. I guess it, it's not really sexual. It has a lot of dick content, but it's not really sexual. Okay. <laughs> um, it's called, Dear God, Can I Have a Designer Purse? <laughs> Bugs have no concept of personal space. What's that about? My dick could touch your dick and it would just be chill. Imagine that. If I was a bug, I would be loud and annoying like a cicada, except my bug noise would sound like ka-ching, ka-ching, and not in a cool way like the M.I.A. song. I would be the cicada's rich and tacky cousin, but I'd have a huge bug dick. You know how people look like tiny bugs from tall buildings? Well, do you think if my boyfriend's mom saw us touching dicks from the CN Tower, she would be okay with that? Would she even notice? Would she be into it? Or would she want to squish my huge bug dick into mush? Hello, God. Yes. Hi, it's me. You probably can't tell me apart from the other bugs, but I, want, I just want to say that I think you're okay, even if I've asked you for a Marc Jacobs bag a trillion times and you never <laughs> deliver. Thanks anyways from me and my huge bug dick. <laughs> best, best prayer ever. <laughs> <laughs> now, what book is that from? It's from Bad Egg, which is my first book that came out in November last year. And uh, what press is that on? Where Hillis Ghost Press, they're awesome. <laughs> and where are they based out of? They're based here in Vancouver. Okay. And you just did a book launch with them, too. Was you and a couple other poets? Yeah, yeah, because they, they're like a brand new press. And like my book, Bad Egg, was one of their first three books that came out alongside Jake Burns' The Tide and Megan Jones's Normal Women. So we did a book launch together here in Vancouver. Okay, and are you? And uh, and I was lucky enough to be able to read it, and uh, a couple of months ago for a little <laughs> review that's going to be coming out, and I loved it, and it was hilarious. It was very hilarious, very funny. And have you done stand up before? I've not done stand up no. before. Okay. No. <laughs> but you have a stand. You're doing a show at the Fox Comedy Room soon. Is that yeah? True? Actually, it's tonight. Oh, um, oh. yeah. Jackie, who runs Timely. Foxhole Comedy, yeah, she asked me to do the event tonight and it, this, tonight's like a literary-ish themed one where she asked a bunch of other writers and poets to do it um, I've been asked to perform at comedy things before but I don't do stand-up I just bring poems do with me poems. every time yeah, yeah. 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 Are, oh sorry are poems basically like jokes but you just laugh at different times <laughs> yeah think? I think so in a lot of ways I always feel a little bit weird when I do like comedy events and I bring poems but I just don't know if I'm a stand-up person maybe I'll try it out at some point are you intentionally trying to write something that is funny when you're writing? No. Or? Actually, the first time that I ever did a reading, I, like, I didn't know people would be laughing at my stuff. And then they were laughing, like, every other line. And I was like, oh, this is unprecedented, but okay. And then after that, like, I guess I just got a reputation of being, like, a funny poet. But, uh -huh. like, I had no idea I was funny. What do you think people are laughing at? Um, I think... Because I'm, like, very sad, but, like, very honest about it. And I think people find that charming for <laughs> whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you still sad? Or is that a perpetual thing? Or? Uh, like, I'm always sad. But I'm doing really well in life. So, uh -huh. you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. <laughs> can kind of relate to that. So what are you doing in life other than when you're not writing poetry? Um, I work full-time as a nanny, actually. So I take care of... Uh, sometimes four, sometimes five. Very wonderful children. Oh, nice. cool. Yeah. With a lot of, like, comedic potential? Uh, mostly, yeah. If you pay attention, I'm yeah. sure there is it. I think it helps that for them that I'm, like, very 
that I'm, I guess I'm younger because, you know, a lot of nannies are like 30, 40, 50. And since I'm still in my early 20s, I think that kids can like kind of relate to me in more like a older sibling kind of setting, which is like, it's nice because it's like they'll listen to me, but we're like very, I'm, I'm very friendly with them. And they're also, they're very funny. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> are they, um, like how old are they? Um, the age range. The family that I look after, they actually have six kids, but the youngest is like a baby and is with her mother the whole time. But um, the youngest is seven months old now, and the oldest is eleven. So. And do you know them? Like, did you know them, or did you? Was there just no, a, I got you? the job on Craigslist. Actually, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you get hired as a nanny? <laughs> yeah, Craigslist mostly. Cool. And how long have you had that gig? Uh, this has been not that long. I think I got the job at the end of October. So. Cool. And how long have you been writing poetry? I think I really started writing poetry when I was in my first or second year at university, which would have been like three or four years ago. Before that, like what I was doing was I was just writing like thoughts and stuff in like the notes app on my phone and I didn't realize it was poetry for a long time. Like it was just, I was writing down thoughts and ideas and I didn't know what to do with them. And then slowly I was like, wait, is this, is this poetry? (laughs) So yeah. What was the moment that kind of led to that realization? Um, I think it must have been right when I'd kind of discovered a lot of the alt-lit poets that were, like, the American alt-lit poets, like Mira Gonzalez, Spencer Madsen, Anna Carrot, and read their work and realized, like, oh, this is what I'm writing, and I guess it's poetry then, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so, yeah. Nice. Can you explain what that is, the alt-lit movement or genre? Um, the alt-lit movement or genre, I guess, is, like, a subset of contemporary writing or writing or poetry specifically, um, and it's very much inspired by, like, internet culture and pop culture, and they write very much in more of a colloquial tone, like, they write the same way that a lot of people would text instead of using more formal language, and, like, the things they write about are more, like, everyday things. Um, I know that a lot of, like, snootier poet types are, like, this not real poetry because it's, like... You know, the language they're using is not eloquent or lyrical, but um, yeah, it's very much just based, like a lot of, thematically, it's a lot about like everyday life and things like that, so yeah. And I would think, you know, it fits kind of in the New York School of Poetry, where a lot of the everyday life kind of went into the lines, like in the 60s and 70s. It's, uh, yeah, and if memory serves, there's a little bit of Facebook or Instagram in some of the poems. Like the, the actual posts that you've, you've you've used, or sorry, when you say that, Kevin, when you mention that, do you do you mean that they're actual? You're using your actual tweets or posts? Oh yeah, poems? I have a few poems that are Twitter poems where, oh. like, I've searched a phrase in my own like tweet history and then like taken all the tweets that I've tweeted with that. Where like there's there's one poem in my book I think that's called like ideas or general advice something like that, and I literally searched like idea colon in my tweet history and like just put all those tweets together in one poem so oh cool Thanks. yeah do you want to do you have that at the ready you know what i think it's in my book oh. <laughs> okay, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check the table of contents right now like there's I, no search bar in the book yeah, yeah. i'm like is I, I think i put it in here oh yeah sorry it's called advice or maybe just some ideas yeah do you want to read that yeah so we'll have an idea of what uh what we're talking yeah. about here i, I edited it, all the idea colons out because it just got repetitive but yeah that's how that poem started and yeah it goes I, advice or just some ideas instead of sleeping dick around on the internet for six hours a night you will feel just as rested Instead of showering, don't. Your tears are enough to cleanse your body. Dye your hair the color of your nipples. You already know that color looks nice on you. (laughs) 
Instead of sex, cry with someone for an hour every night. Instead of sex, call your mom and tell her that you love her. Instead of wearing pants, don't wear pants. People are judging you anyways. Instead of eating, reflect on the fact that you are insignificant and unimportant in the grand scheme of things three times a day. Instead of calling your ex and telling them how much you miss them and still love them, understand that that is selfish of you. Instead, call your best friend. Tell them that they're amazing and without them, you wouldn't be so full of light in this dark world. And no matter how many times you don't respond to a text or you forget to eat a meal or call in sick just to sleep in, try to love yourself. You owe yourself that much. Nice. Now I'm taking a picture. Is it okay if I take a yeah, picture? Yeah, I'll of pretend it? I'm still reading. Okay, good. <laughs> Move your mouth a little bit. Too. Okay, okay. I'll just, I'll just. Listeners at home, uh, mm-hmm. the yeah, camera's out. Is... Get ready. Benny is uh, pretending to read. Yeah, I'm, this, I'm very good two, at pretending one, to read. One. Turn the page. Turn the oh, page. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, oh, good. Got amazing. that. Amazing. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> a lot of firsts this afternoon. I think <laughs> yeah, coming yeah. in off the street, photos, um, an engagement with social media. Um, I think you can hashtag. Um, are we having a Twitter conversation at the same time? I'll pull my phone yeah, out and sure. we can start talking. Now, do you have a preferred uh, method of social media that you use? Uh, I use Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I use it all. I'm very small bear on everything. So What does that mean? It's just very small bear, like my handle. Your little name on it. Oh, I thought I thought uh, small bear was like a new colloquialism for oh like not doing much on the <laughs> internet or something. Oh my God, I wish it would gain a meaning. No, that's just my... <laughs> Internet handle. Okay, so and what is it then? Very small bear. <laughs> Very small bear. Okay, sir. And what's um, we is can there a start difference? that up though. It's like, hey, well, how are how are you feeling today? Very what? small bear. I think today. <laughs> I love it. The day of firsts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Instagram poems, Twitter poems. Is there any diff? Uh, personally, I find that the Instagram poets are a little more like, um corny i guess is the right word for it you know they're like after you know rupee cart is doing whatever she's doing and then everyone who came after that being like i could do that and everything is like my genitals are a flower and i'm the water and you're like okay whereas twitter poems are a little more genuine i think and they're fun they're funny i think because there's less uh less amount of space or time or letters and all that and i think they're not trying to make you feel something they're just like putting out what they feel like putting out Mm -hmm. like they're not there trying to be like i want to make people cry Uh, okay okay. (laughs) and less visual content too right yeah Um, on twitter yeah Yeah. so the instagram you know you have the words up around flowers or you have the words next to you yeah yeah it's a little more presentation with the Instagram. Yeah, and like, you know, people don't really hashtag on Twitter in the same way they hashtag on Instagram, where they'll do like a block of just hashtags, where it's like hashtag poetry, hashtag poet, yeah. hashtag rupee card, hashtag, and you're like, oh, okay, that's enough. <laughs> you know, whereas on Twitter, like, they'll put like maybe one. Yeah, well, there's not enough room, as much room. Also yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Do people use like hashtag in conversation? Have you heard people like talk, 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 hashtag something? Uh, I've only heard it done ironically. I would hope that no one does it seriously. Yeah. I think people, I've, the Poetry Slam people have used it in poems and stuff, so I think it's it's very, it's kind of self-aware and ironic when yeah. mm-hmm. they're doing it. Yeah. Although I'm sure there must be, a, there will be a point where that becomes a, a form of conversation, another form of shorthand. Yeah, well, those kids you know? that you're nannying, I mean, they're going to hear it, and then they'll just kind of naturally use it in a good way, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> No, 
they, they sometimes do, but I think, I mean, I would hope they're doing it ironically. Like, recently, <laughs> one of the kids was talking about this, like, snack that they really like and just being like, this is the best snack ever. And then afterwards, they were like, hashtag non-spawn, which is, like, not sponsored content that a lot of YouTubers <laughs> use that hashtag. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is, like, nine years old, yeah. and he was just talking about, like, Lay's chips or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's right. very small bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start doing that. I think that's a whole new thing now. Yeah. Can, uh, do you have another poem for us to hear? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I like put a sticky Hashtag. on all the ones I felt I might yeah. want to read. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll read this one. It's called I Have a Dream Girl. And it's about like, well, not about, I guess. More just like directed to all the like very mediocre men who have tried to make me their manic pixie dream girl. And it goes, I had a dream girl. She had green hair, had green lips, wore a leather jacket. I wake up so in love, cut my hair short, dye it green, put on green lipstick, buy that leather jacket. I break up with my boyfriend, I date myself, hold my own hand, hug myself to sleep. I kiss my reflection, leave a green stain, whisper, baby, you are so good, like so good, baby. Tell myself, you taste like an Arctic monkey song and you <laughs> fixed all my problems. All the boys I've ever dated cry simultaneously out of jealousy because I couldn't save them wouldn't ever be good enough now I will never be alone or sad again I am my own perfect girl <laughs> hashtag arctic monkeys now with real feelings <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah arctic monkeys are getting back together actually oh they've reunited oh. saw that just the other day power, power um, you're listening to wax poetic here on co-op radio cfro 100.5 fm and if you're just joining us our guest today is benny xiao um and one bad egg is that the name or one good it's egg? just bad egg bad egg uh, what uh let's talk about the book itself uh mm. The title and uh, was there a theme putting the book together or did you how did that go um, I think to me a lot of these poems are breakup poems or like heartbreak poems and like I don't usually write a lot of that but I think most of these poems were written around the time when I was like 19 20 and I was in this relationship with this person who like they're still my friend like it didn't end poorly it was just like a very intense relationship and so a lot of these poems were written while I was with this person. So when I was putting the book together, it just kind of happened that a lot of these poems were kind of just had been gravitating around that period of my life. So I kind of took them, put them all together and wrote a few new poems that were a reflection about that time in my life. And yeah, it's, it's kind of just like a book about that relationship, which mm -hmm. I guess is so like corny and like whatever it's fine um, <laughs> essential i think yeah right? people want to read about that and know about that and i think bad egg is just i've been thinking about that a lot as like when i was growing up like i guess i was kind of a troublemaker and a lot of people were like yeah. oh penny is such a bad egg and i was thinking uh. about like what that means yeah and like the whole thing you know with like rotten eggs and whatever you can't really tell it's bad until it mm. until it cracks and i was thinking about like the idea of like not knowing what something is until it's over and like that mixed with like what if you're the bad egg like are you ever gonna know you're good or bad and I was just thinking about like who's like in the relationship that I'd been in like was it my fault that things went bad and it was just like yeah, mostly those thoughts put together, mm. and yeah, this happened. <laughs> and listeners at home, uh, Benny is holding up the book itself, and it's a beautiful cover, gorgeous design. Uh, it's interesting, there's ba Bad Egg um, as a title, and then it's 
in Chinese? Yeah, it's okay. bad egg in Chinese, which is huai dan. Um, yeah, which I think there's very few, like, idioms and, like, things like that that go across language like that. But bad egg exists in Chinese in the same way it exists, mm-hmm. like, in English, except for in Chinese, the meaning is a little less, like, oh, that person is a little, like, a troublemaker and more like a, genu- like a genuine villain. Oh. Like, if you're watching a movie, you'd be like... Darth Vader is the, the, he's the oh. yeah. <laughs> but it's I, always go ahead. I, I just made um, tea eggs recently, and oh, so I, good. I taught English in Taiwan, and I had so many eggs. Eggs yeah. seem to be a staple. Oh yeah. Of like the Taiwanese diet, diet at least. So if you're a bad egg, it really says something because you're pissing a lot of people off. Uh, yeah. But I like the idea you were talking about. You don't know what something is until it's cracked open. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it could be the assumption that you're such a bad egg or whatever. When you crack it open and you, and you reveal who you are or who you could actually be inside, that's completely different than all the outside assumptions that mm-hmm. people have made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what if I'm a good egg in there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <How do you laughs> <know? laughs> and did you have a hand in the design? Um, there's a really cool kind of, there are two hands coming together in this spirally kind of space on the cover. Um Actually, the hands were completely not my idea. What I said was, I like pastel colors. (laughs) I sent the artist, like, a palette of five different colors I liked and was like, these are colors I like, but please don't use more than three because I don't like a whole lot of, like, I just want simple colors, simple lines. And actually, originally, she came up with a very similar cover to this, except for instead of having hands coming together, it was two feet. And I was like... This is a beautiful cover, and I appreciate how much work has gone into this, but I really am uncomfortable with feet. Like, I really hate them. Like, I'm so sorry, but, like, I just, like, I really molded it over for, like, two days. I talked to a good friend of mine who's published several books and was like, "Would do you think it would be acceptable or okay for me to be like, I really can't, like, I'm not okay with this on my cover? And in the, in the end, the artist was, like, really good about it, and, yeah, redrew it's pretty much like the same concept, but with hands instead of feet, and I'm much happier with it. So, yeah. Can I ask why why the dislike or discomfort with you know, feet? I don't quite know, but it's like something that I've always had, where I just think feet are like they're kind of gross, they're kind of weird looking, like they're like hands, but the toes are just like they they're like little nubs, and they're sweaty and gross, and they smell. I just like don't want to touch anyone's feet. <laughs> I don't want to really pay attention to my own feet. Like it's just. I've never liked feet. I don't uh, really know what it is. Do your, do your, are yours like mine? Well, let's, I'm going to talk about okay, feet yeah, for a little bit. I've feet. got a really big, big toe, and my second toe is longer. Me too. And apparently actually. that's not supposed to be the way it is. But it's. Yeah, no, I have my second toe is longer than my big toes. I also have a lot of feet problems. Like maybe uh, that's what it is because yeah. I have a bunion on both Ouch. feet, which make it, you know, painful. Yeah. And also I have flat feet, which, you mm-hmm. know, makes it more painful. Mm-hmm. And those two together, just like, it's a sad time. I have, like, weak ankles, too. They roll outward sometimes when I'm walking. Yeah. And, like, maybe that's part of it. I'm just like, oh, my feet are a sad time. And, I wanna, <laughs> and nobody wants it. eggs and feet on the cover of a book. I thought it was. I thought that was strange. That was my biggest thing. Sorry, I just, like, yelled. Like, I got <laughs> impassioned. That was my biggest thing where I was like, I think it's very normal for people to dislike feet. So, like, I just would have thought that I might have, like, it, it would have made sense to be consulted about that ahead of time. Like, if someone was like, hey, I'm putting a spider on your book, like, mm-hmm. double check, or, like, feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, got That category. Yes. Feet, spiders. Frogs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Many things. Well, I'm glad it turned out to be something that you uh, enjoy. Where can people get it, actually? I think you can just get it online at the Rahulis Press website, or... 
off of me. Yeah, yeah. IRL. Are you bringing some tonight? Uh, to I the think reading? I might. Yeah. yeah, you might as well. Yeah. And what time is that show? I think. Oh, I should know this. I think doors are at eight, and the show's st- or eight thirty. It's the doors are either at eight or eight thirty, and the thing starts at nine. And at, it's upstairs, right? Yeah, the in the Fox. projection room of okay, the Fox cool. Cabaret. Yeah. How big is that? I haven't been in that space, that upstairs space. Um, it's not huge. It's kind of like an intimate little space. It's nice. Yeah. Cool. And how many people are reading tonight? Did no. you say that already? No, I didn't. I think there was like five or six, but Jackie just let us know today that oh, okay. she's adding more people to the lineup, so it's going to be... It's a small space, but wear your shoes. Benny doesn't like... Yeah. yeah. That's what, that's oh my gosh. You know, I hate summer. Because <laughs> so people many. are just out with their feet exposed. Like, it's like... Ooh. What do you have to do to protect yourself in the summer? Mostly I stay inside. Stay inside. (laughs) Do you you take your shoes off or leave them on when you're at home? Oh, I leave them on, but I wear socks. Or sorry, I I take them off, but wear socks at all times. Do you wear socks when you go to bed? Sometimes. Yeah. But usually I'm okay. Because I shower at night, so Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm fresh for my bed. So it's okay. Okay. Good. (laughs) Good to know. RC, do you wear shoes at home or do you take them off? Uh, I usually take them off. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I like well, I like bare feet and I like walking I around in bare feet. It kind of divides people, I think, the home thing. Like, oh, take your shoes off, I or think, oh, leave your shoes yeah. on. Like that seems. Well, I have to a be... carpet, so I have this on my carpeted apartment floor. Plush. So it's like, take your shoes off. I think it's strange that some people wear shoes in the house. Yes. Like that's your home space. Yes. Like where, you, like why, why are you wearing shoes in there? Because of all the mud and stuff. <laughs> mud? Mud. Why is there mud in your house? If you don't, because you're wearing you, shoes. But if you, this is the thing. I'm like, if you just take your shoes off, there won't be anything yeah. for you to have to put shoes on for. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so we've got time for uh, probably another poem from you. Okay. Before we run out of time, and uh, so let's uh, take another listen. Okay. Actually, you know what? I didn't. I wanted to read not one from my book, but the one that I wrote for Mash Poetics when oh. I did that for sure. slash with you in. Was it November, December, October? Maybe? It would have been at the you know. October. So if there is any, so I sort of remember there being some swearing in this. Oh, I think you're right. So if there is, Let me, oh. be careful with it. Yeah, okay, I'm going to have to say F word at least once. <laughs> I just, it's in the first line. Uh, yeah, this is a poem that I wrote about an Aquarius boy that was ghosting me. And it's Aquarius season now, so it's, it's fitting. Okay, good. It's called Not That Deep About a Boy. I want to F-word you on the hood of your car on Friday the 13th, or maybe just in my bed on a Sunday morning. You say you'll make breakfast, promise nothing, prop me up against the linoleum counter, against my skin, your mouth kisses me slow. I remember thinking I've never wanted anybody so close. Now I think of this. I pack up all my dust, bring it to a new house right near the place where we met, rip layer after layer off my bottom lip with my teeth so that if I kiss you again, you'll be that much closer to me. Maybe a molecule of you enters my bloodstream. I've been jerking off while thinking of you, and it's making me want to kill myself. Okay, I feel like I should have preempted this with their sexual content, and there's a suicide mention. So sorry. I'm going to restart that stanza. I've been jerking off while thinking of you, and it's making me want to kill myself. Isn't that unethical? The thinking of you while jerking off, not the wanting to kill myself. I have always wanted to kill myself. This would be one of those convenience things, except there's nothing convenient about this. You live in Maple Ridge, so it doesn't happen again. I put off washing my sheets for two weeks after you leave, breathe deep, hoping a molecule of you might enter my lungs, lose a little hope every passing night. 
There was also blood in the poem. Oh, Some I'm people sorry. faint. I'm so sorry. The, um, well, sight of blood, but maybe the yeah, saying it might, it. you know, mm. create a visual for some people. That's, That's it. Right. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I thought that was longer. I remember it being longer at the no, show. No, I think it was just longer because people were, were laughing. Were laughing. <laughs> That's excellent. And um, do we have time to go over some events? Yeah, so I'm just kind of searching up here too. Um, tonight, before you um, go out and see uh, Benny Reed at the Fox, there is the weekly stories at the Drive Coffee Bar that starts at seven, so that's early. So you can go to the Drive, go to that, and then head off to the Fox on Main Street. And uh, well, the Push Festival is on right now, and mm-hmm. um, I think they're called the Modern Day Poets. They're, there's a group of poets performing tomorrow at the Railway Club uh, tomorrow evening, and uh, also uh, Poetic Justice, which used to be in New West, is now moving yes. to the Railway Club for a once a month event. Uh, I don't know when their first one is. I'm trying to look cool. it up here online. but Also tomorrow night on Edge reading series and that's at Emily Carr and that's earlier. Um, that's uh, 5.30 on Edge reading series and um, Jen Sukfung Lee is reading. Okay. That. Uh, tonight at Benny's Bagels. Benny's Bagels is uh, it's being you know, demolished and whatnot, but not till the end of the year. So they're still continuing with the UBC Poetry Slam there. And it's this evening featuring Matt Miller, who is part of the Vancouver Poetry Slam team, the current one. And uh, sign-ups at 7 o'clock. The show gets going around 7.30 if you're interested in reading at that. And uh, just quickly looking also on the online there, um, I guess that's about it. I think that's it. Vinny, right are there any shows, any other things coming up that you want to uh, tell people about? Not really. I have nothing going on right now. Other than tonight? tonight? Yeah, I'm kind of taking it easy at the beginning of cool. this year. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations on the new mm-hmm. book. Thank you. That's nice to share some of that stuff with you or with us. And uh, thanks for being our guest. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um, I'm R.C. Weslowski. And I'm Kevin Spenst. And you've been listening to Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. No Apologies Necessary is coming up next. You've been listening to Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. So what? So what? So what? So what?